ladies that was on you know the last episode the last three episodes they was on um that just came out and i got a lot of good feedback on the episodes that you guys were on um and then i had trey and bj you know they've been coming in separately for the last you know couple weeks and they was like you know we need to do something with everybody together um so i was like you know what what better two people to have all us come together Cause Trey, this is gonna be your last week in Savannah. And you ain't tell me that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh wow, we'll probably come back. What kind of brother are you? Well, he he just told me this yeah, the other day. Because you like some. I know. That's a, this that's the connection. <laughs> what better way to bring us all back together, you know, for for him last time for us to have this big, big panel, man. But I have smooth, cool kid. And yes, I have Mother Mabel. What's up, y'all? Back in the building. So, guys, as you guys can see, that's viewing. Oh, hey, we've been having some very, very deep ethical questions. <laughs> a lot of non-ethical people. Not a lot of, we got a lot of, a lot of ethical, unethical people and a lot of technically people. Because um, if you want to be technical. Technically, you know, the boys' bathroom was definitely fucking disgusting. Yes, you was, there you go. You was getting getting it how you live the best way that you can so you in public The nurse bathroom. Ooh. Yes. Now the nurse, yeah. At Bartlett, the nurse, Nurse Weston, her bathroom was so clean. I always go to the nurse bathroom. And then she had spray the Febreze and stuff. Well, you know, as I got older, you know, when I go, when I go to the bars and stuff, I just go to the women's bathroom. No, I elementary school, Miss Wimbush, she kept that room clean. So that bathroom was... It was everything. Yeah. I, I I go to the woman's bathroom when I go in public. But you know, a lot of guys <laughs> said that. You're not the first what? one. How, how? Because they said because the women's restroom is more clean. Yeah. And it's a lot clean. of men say that that they go to the women's restroom versus the guys. So I remember one time I had to use the men's restroom and I almost died. Yes. So, so y'all bathroom don't really mostly y'all don't smell like piss all the time. So check this out. Yes. So I was scared as hell, but I had to pee real bad. Push doors or is it the door you can lock? For the women's? Yeah. 
Sometimes it's it's, it's, like it's this. the one that you can shut and lock behind you. Okay. So it's, you don't want the one that you just push the door. Yeah, it's single. Uh, it's just a woman's bathroom. Yeah, where it's, it's either like a, a handicap. Or, yeah, it's yeah. one toilet. I can just go in and shut the door because it's going to always be clean. Bro, if you walk into their bathroom and walk into our bathroom, immediately yeah. when you open the, the door, it smells like shit and the, the, to- uh, the toilet. You gonna have boo boo still clamped up. I'm yeah, I don't use public bathrooms. Yeah, that's a big idea of mine. What what got me away from public bathrooms is when I was little, and Walmart on um, where Ross is now. Yeah, that bathroom was just uh. You know that was the that was the hood Walmart. <laughs> yes, that was, that was the ghetto the Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, and Walmart. for a long time, I was the only Walmart right in Savannah. So. Just going in that bathroom, I was just like, I'm never going in public bathrooms again. I don't like using the bathroom. It's OCD. I just yeah, I got OCD real bad. I so. can't like I try not to drink when I'm not from the house. I used to work for Environmasters, which was something like UPS, and yeah. we used to sanitize the restroom. So that was the only time I would use it because when I cleaned, it was that toilet would be polished, yeah. white, sparkling. Yeah. So I still won't sit on the toilet. I don't care what you yeah, say. I don't, I don't that you're supposed yeah. to hover. So that's just me. My other game is shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to route. I just go to a church. No, I don't even know the girl. Let's church, see. You got the best. The best style you need. Church got the best bathroom. It depends on oh, the church. It's churches. It's that old Baptist church. If they got a church in the title, I don't know. Right. First African, first Baptist. First Jerusalem. Don't been open for no, two hundred years. Catholic so. churches, brother. We uh, <laughs> yeah. First, first we African. Have real wine for you gotta go to a Methodist church. You feel me? The rest is have to breeze in the own. Any oh. slave churches, bro. <laughs> right. Like, black it's people still churches the same no. from back then. Like, right. But you go to the white people church, like I go to. Yes, it's clean. You feel yeah. me? You got a little literature. You got the speaker in there, so you can miss the so, service. It's some black church. I say I could buy for a church. Overcome my faith. Yeah, overcome by face for of sure. Of course. Yes. Now, Ricky well, gonna make sure his resin clean. Ricky gonna make sure. If not, Christina gonna make sure. Lord, I mean, name dropping baby. They gonna make sure. Daughter, I've been doing that since I was little, so I know they gonna make sure it's clean. You feel me? But I can't, like you said, the first bath this yeah. African drew. I never thought about it like that. Though. Mm. The first bathroom, well, it is like set up. It is. Anywhere that you go, bro, the men's whatever is just, they just have dudes. They yeah. just don't really care about that shit. Like, the bats, the bathroom is the biggest thing. Like, yeah. they don't even have tissue. So, if you got to take a dump, like, that's a wrap. We had a funeral that my girl. What? He was serious. He done that. Socks, but he'll bring an extra t shirt. That's why. He didn't say that. But he does what do the brand Monday through Friday. <laughs> Please understand. So, so when you're white, he blazes. I'm sorry, it's brother. But it's it's like damn. It's, you know what? But I feel like that's a reflection of me because I used to work at Parker's and I swear that fucking bathroom was way too pissy for to be grown ass men. Men don't care. You know, they just I don't be peeing all over the walls and stuff. I think they be trying to aim and why see how far they can go. Why do y'all think men don't know how to pee? Y'all don't care. Y'all just don't care. 
because like I don't have a weak stomach. You're working at Chuck E. Cheese, my senior year of high school. I've seen all types of stuff to feces to vomit. But when I worked oh, for Environment Masters, when I went to that men's restroom on Wendy's on 21, that urinal just had just pubic hair just for days. And I was just be like, is you scratching your shit on Bro, when I say like I, you could make a wig out of that <laughs> shit, <laughs> when I okay, say it was the next subject. Let's go. Right now, it was just disgusting. Let's wrap it up. Things are getting real. Let's wrap it up. This is called this is called the rabbit hole. We talk about it. I'm just trying to figure out. But I'm just saying. So how though? How? What you got to be doing some real intense scratching, like. I don't know, but that day it was just like you gotta be cold. It was like a puppy in that bitch, bro. I could have made a wig out that shit that day. I was so. It's life. It's life. You have to accept it, man. It's been accepted. It's been accepted. And also, quick question before I'm looking at that. How's your how's your uh your month is in this is a new month. How was your um your month of March? You mean month of uh, April. April. It was blessed. April. It was blessed. Everything I playing came April. to fruition. So I can just imagine May. Mm. Yeah. It, everything no serious, I kid you not, everything came into fruition. So with May, you know, God showed me what I where I'm going. You know, one thing now I gotta pick out this the house and location. And I'm there. It's mine. I must say, like, ever since that, the last time you came in, um, when we did the episode, like, that was a lot of confirmation with a lot of people like, though. Like, I think it's a lot of things that we said to ourselves and because we talk a lot amongst each other. Right, we do. Um, but a lot of things that you said, we had never had a conversation with you before. Really? Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, we never did have a conversation with you. Yeah, same, really. and, oh wow, yeah. but, uh. <laughs> but but yeah. not having that conversation with you, um, when we went back and talking to each other, we was just like, damn, that's the shit we was talking about. It's like, man, we gotta really move on a lot of that shit because that was a sign that he put her here to actually all our questions that we had, like move forward with it and um i must say too a lot of people that heard that episode too was like because at first i was looking at it, i was like damn ain't nobody listen to this shit but then i realized like my computer was acting jacked up Man. like because i was like hold on that was tough ass. the intro that's what hit me the way you did the intro i was at work when i listened to it and it i ain't gonna lie that it hit me i was like oh snap yeah because matter of fact after you left, mm-hmm. me and BJ got on the phone immediately the next day and was like, hey, what you think about her and Faith coming together? And he was like, I think that worked. So before I asked you about coming back, I texted her. I was like, look, I got somebody I want you to listen to real quick. Mm-hmm. Just listen to, tell me what you think. I'm thinking about putting this some is, stuff together. Yeah, I did. Oh, snap. What you talking about? I thought I thought I like it vibe. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's my first time signing. Yeah. Oh man. I sent it to you immediately before before it dropped. Like it was it was before it dropped. It was before it dropped. And um 
It, it was before it dropped. So immediately when she listened to it, I had already, I told you what date I wanted to do it. Right, right. I told you already. When right. Before we left, I had already told you what date it was. And um, as soon as I sent it to her, she said, yeah, I got, I, I, I came with it. Like a lot of you, she has a lot of history background and she has a lot of stuff that she talks about during the city. And you have a very spiritual side of you that I just felt like the dialogue together was, is just great. <laughs> like, um, but even with Faith on, like, I mean, she took her episode. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, bro, the shit she did with her stories <laughs> on Instagram mm. and she chopped it up and was just taking little bullet points. Mm-hmm. I was like, he called, he texted me. He texted me and said, you see what Faith did? I said, no, let me check it out. <clears throat> so as I'm looking through her story, you did you, you messed it up. You, you did your thing. You a thing like how Jay be messing up in the in the intro. Y'all did the exact same thing. You so, like a, a video creator. That's what talent, yeah, I, I used to do marketing, but um when I heard his intro, I, I thought the same thing. Like on my episode, I really like that. that was the first time I was like, dang, I like the way he did that. Like that was hard. And then um like I I listen to my stuff all the time. So I try to like pinpoint like what was good, what was what was bad, or you know, whatever. So when I heard it, I was like, oh, that was kind of I kind of shot myself like, oh, I said that? <laughs> right. Because That's I awesome. really, really, when I do interviews, I don't, or, you know, go on people's show and stuff, I don't really say, like, plan it out. I just go. I just only thing I say is God. Just tell me what to say, yeah. and right. that's right. all. That's right. how I go. God use me. That's how I, I. Yeah, I like I just use me as your kingdom, baby. I'm your servant. Yeah, so I just say flow my mouth and let me. Whatever he want me to say, right. that's what I say. Exactly. But uh, well, like you, know, you say, how many times did you listen to you? Uh, well, I played it for my mom, and then I played it for like two other people when he sent it to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess. It was just like two times. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I asked you that because, <clears throat> like, when it was my first time, like, coming on here, man, listen, I, I replayed that thing over and over and over. And it just amazed me to, like, to be in front of a mic and just to hear this. And be like, is that really me? Like, that's not really, like, yeah. Amp me up. So I don't know. Okay. I think it's I think it's different now for me because I've done it for a while now. And then like I grew up speaking, I grew up singing, dancing, all that stuff too. Okay. Okay. Oh, you you went to right here. No. (laughs) We're talking about Rihanna and Beyonce. I'm gonna skip past that part. But yeah, I do poetry too. But um yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying, true. I got a little well, Tupac in me too. Uh, I don't know. I just your tone is. Your I don't tone. really sing for real now. Like I just be you playing. Shout, you sing in the shower. No, I sing everywhere I go. <laughs> like anybody that know me, they like, girl, shut up. Like but everybody has singing. a single voice. You, you just have to ask God. Uh, I have before, but it's not like my thing to do. But if you do go, what's your go-to song? <laughs> I might. Kind of it depends like, on alcohol, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> but the thing, I'm the type of person I could go out and not drink at all throughout the whole night. Cause you that because I have a natural high, so right. 
You that I don't have to drink or smoke. So, so you, but you will feel <clears throat> the environment, and then yeah. you say, "Okay, well, this is a lit crew." Everybody. Or if I just see a song, song that I really like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this beat. this the one. This it. It's right here." Yeah. I mean, I did like Erica Badu, Tyrone. Or oh, so you that type of vibe. But everybody say that when I say that. You got your hair wrapped. I mean, I actually was Erica Badu for Halloween one year. Really? Yeah. It was. It was. But like, she's her own vibe. That's why I'm asking you that because you know. But I'm her own vibe too. That's what I'm saying. You're your own vibe because I asked God to give me my my saving voice, and He let me hear it, and yeah, it brought me to tears. So, so like, wait, that's what you saying too. I guess that's what you can say. <laughs> I'm not a person that sing on the regular. Yeah, but she gonna sing. But that make day, a joyful noise. When I did ask she him, he brought it right? out of me, she and it, it made me cry. So I can just imagine. Did you enjoy your your uh, session? Like, yeah. yeah, I was at work. I was zoned out. I was like, bro, people was talking. I was like, yo, this is me. <laughs> this is me. And I was like, who was that? I'm like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> and I played the intro, and it was like, is that you? I was like, yeah. Like, that's me. My whole girl was like, man, no, that's not you. I said, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot what part that was. When you said you had, oh, this is your... This is That's when it hit me, and I was like, "Yo!" And the tears hit me. I was like, "Bro, I'm not working around these criminals. And this thing, I'm tweaking right now." I was like, "Let me get myself sitting at the table." Like, yeah, that's that, that part right there took me. That's what took me too. So, so even the background, right? I begged him for weeks. I'm like, "Don't go to that was crazy." You like, bro, shit, I was nervous. I was nervous when you sent me that. I was nervous as hell. I was like, bro, I told you, like, what I, people gonna think when they hear? I know it? how like, to. I know how to hurt. I know how to make it to where it just sounds like you never messed up. It takes time. Don't get me wrong. Bro. Yeah, it do it take a lot of time. time. But edit, some people have it naturally it. too, it to where it's to the point where they don't mess up. But, but you gotta, you gotta separate what needs to be heard versus what was, what, what yeah. doesn't. But you know what? I don't even do that because I just make sure the ums, the, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, 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 those type of repetitive stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that need to be. But sometimes you out. want it there because the authenticity that's behind well, it. Well, that, but those were the, right. the pauses, like the dramatic pauses. Right. Then yes. But sometimes I think, um, when I first started, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about. Right, you, right, I'm right, talking right. about. You will hear that over okay, and over and over. But you have to grow too. That's mm-hmm. growth, and I rather hear your growth because some podcasts when they start off, like for instance, like Ti started a podcast and he just ended it because it wasn't going where he thought it was. But you have to grow into that. This is what you call communication. You know what I'm saying? So when you start in communication, not everybody like for me. Are you? I, I ain't gonna lie. What God is about to take me, I'm gonna be in front of people. I don't like being in front of people. There you go again. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. I'm about to be in front of people. I'm not real tall. I told you when you talk to him, he'll tell you where you're going at. He's trying to prepare you. But it, it, I'm just saying, and I don't like talking in front of people. I don't like attention on myself. But for T.I. to want to do something like this, he wasn't patient with it because he's not used to talking to millions of people behind the scenes. This is behind the scenes. Nobody sees our face besides what's going on right now on that phone. So all you have is your voice, your word. Your word is your bond. So all you have is just that. So when people hear you, you have to learn how to talk a certain way. 
And as you go on in your sessions, you know what I'm saying? You you learn to cut the arms and you know what I mean? To try to switch it to something like, you understand where I'm coming from? The, you, you comprehend. And that's the biggest thing that some people have to understand. Man, look at you, bro. You just all into you just. <laughs> and that and, and that's another reason why I I I, I steered away from the visual part. At the right. Beginning. Like um the audio was the biggest thing that I just wanted to prove a point. That if you do visual, that's just lazy on some people's part because they just think mm-hmm. that's what's gonna bring attention in. So now you overly do things of putting stuff in your background, the things that you wear. And I just think for informable podcasting, when you focus so much on visual, you, you lose the, point. the the substance of the point. Right. So and I also told somebody, I, I you would you wouldn't imagine how much I hear at the beginning from people, man, but you don't have to go visual. I have to, you don't think you need to start. I'm like, no, it's just lazy. And I, and I had to finally just start telling people, cause you know, when you, when you tell, you don't want to tell your vision. You don't want to have to go so in detail of why you chose to do something. But you're not you know supposed saying? to, because a lot of small minds can, those small minded people can block your vision. <laughs> and I'm learning that too. Small exactly. Yes, they do. And it's the truth, though. You have to be mindful. So the biggest thing about it is I told a person, I started telling people this, uh, you know, after that, I was just like, you know what? This is the thing. I'm a competitive person. I just have a competitive drive by nature. That's just who I am. I said, just imagine this. How many people do you know that you can listen to for 45 minutes to 90 minutes? And you listen to them paint a picture to you and you can't see them at all. And you stay tuned in for 90 whole minutes and you don't miss a beat. You can either be driving down the road and you listen for an hour and a half that one episode or you're sitting in the house. And you know how some people may lay down and watch YouTube or watch, you know, the 85 South or something, but to lay down. And have it playing on your TV, but you only see that triangle. Right. But you only hear the sound and the voice. And you tapped in mm-hmm. and you have to just paint a picture. So you're driving to work. That's a that's a bad but my friend what she tells me, she like when she listens to my stuff, she is doing it while she's working out. Right. So when she on the treadmill or at the gym or doing whatever, she puts on my podcast and or not my podcast, but you know, my interview. And she, she listened. She like, oh, like, yeah, like this is how it was. Like, she like said to me why she, girl, this is how it was when people said, yeah, that, that did happen. I didn't think about this, but you know, when you focus or when you trying to do some stuff, like, or you could be in your daily transit, like driving down the street, going to work and you listen to podcasts. That's your time. Cause may you, she lives in Atlanta. So it's a lot of traffic. So right, 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 what else right, do you right, have to do? Right. So that's a good time to listen to a podcast, especially if you're a person who wants to evolve and wants to learn more. So it just depends on the person. I think it depends on what your podcast is about when you're talking about uh, being visual and non-visual. Because if it's about sex, yeah, you're going to need to be visual because you're going to need some big booty girls on there or something like that, you know, just to paint the picture. So <laughs> if it's something knowledgeable, you don't really need somebody's face. Now, granted, somebody, you may need to post a picture 
or something, but not necessarily a video because I say a picture because sometimes somebody may look at a podcast, listen to a podcast and like, dang, I want to know who this girl was. I want to know who this guy was that was talking, but I can't really find them or put a face to the, you know, the voice. So I would say picture maybe versus video. Also, too, because I was telling people, and this was in my head, I was just like, for this, what I, my vision of what I have, right? I want eventually the athletes, when they're sitting on the field, on, on the court, all that music that they're listening to, why not substitute that and listen to this? Right. Have something building in your mind. You got this, can it's what you, you know, you rule the world. You got this. Go out there, dominate. Da, da, da. Instead of hearing, because music is one thing that you can channel the soul and people don't realize what they're actually listening to in that music. That the melody and all of that stuff, it can take control of you and people don't even really understand that and realize that. So if you have substance on the podcast realm, then you'll realize that having something like that with substance wise will actually help you. But, you know, you started visual off the muscle. Like, what made you even go that route of visual-wise instead of just going audio? It was easier. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that. I mean, when I, when I did the very first video for the channel, you know, I was just thinking about the stuff that I said in the first video. I was just thinking about making. And I was just thinking about, you know, how bad making is in certain parts, you know, um, knowing, knowing entrepreneurs and then seeing, seeing one side where, you know, you have these business owners, these entrepreneurs, they're doing well. And then on the other side, you got people that can hardly find a job. You got a lot of homeless people. You got a lot of people that are struggling. You got the crime and everything else. And it was, it was really just inspiration at the, at the moment. I just pulled up to the house and I just said, you know what? I've never done a YouTube channel before. I don't know how the first video is going to go. I didn't rehearse anything. I literally just turned the, turned the uh, camera on and just, just talked. And then I said, okay, well, I don't start something. Now let me keep going on with it. And that's pretty much it. And I mean, I, I never forget, like, B was probably one of the, he was in that group of people that I used to send all my stuff to. Like, I used to tag him and everything. Not like, even before I started posting it, I was recording it and putting them all in my emails and I was emailing it to people and sending it to them through their messenger. Like, tell me what you think. You know, is it something I can change? Is it something that you like? Is it something that you think that you want to hear? And then I just kept doing that all at the beginning and I was just like, you know what? I'm not even getting no, nobody's even actually listening to it, like to give me the feedback. Like, so it's just like, what are you doing? Like, you, you're just trying to you're just trying to give, get a heads up of how confident you're going to be for when you do drop and make you feel good to know who's going to be listening. I go out there and just drop it and who's listening ain't going to listen. And when I did that, you know, my, the first, my first episode, which was the eulogy part, you know, a lot of people listen. And then I was like, okay, this probably going to be cool. After that, nobody gave a fuck anymore. So I was like, that was damn. I gotta ask a question. I, but that was a test though. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, so when you first dropped, how long did it take for you to drop again? 
seven days. Seven. Days. I haven't missed a Tuesday since September. Okay. I've been consistent since I first came up. I never missed one at all. Shit. I even started going two days a week. Now, the extra day, that's not consistent. Mm -hmm. But Tuesday, oh no, it has not been a Tuesday that I missed. So how different was the topics from the first one? Like from, from one to two? Like were they? So the first one was a dedication. <laughs> so a lot of people did want to come in because of who it was about, who it was for, and wanted to hear what I had to say about. You know what I'm saying? So that was a big thing too. Now, after that, it's like, all right, well, we'll get to him when we get to him after that, because it was just the regular, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be the show. Um, it was so, gen you know, it was so genuine of a, pouring your heart out in that eulogy to it was just like, okay, you're going to have something there. Like, but we'll come back. We'll see eventually what it becomes. Some people just want to jump on when it becomes whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But to watch you through your growth is only going to be a certain amount of people mm -hmm. that's going to travel with you. That's going to be consistent and patient. Now, I do have a handful of people, boy, that has been through it. I'm talking from day about one from to day one, like day one. And I appreciate that because it's like, and, and it's like 10, it's like five people I can say that I know I bugged the shit out of them when I, before I dropped to send shit to them over and over and over. You listen to it, you listen to it. Listen to it. What you think? What you think? Well, I ain't got to tell you. You know what I'm saying? But to this day, you know, now they know what it is. Like, now I have to tell certain people, I'm not going to send it to you. Wait till Tuesday. Like, some people still want me after I'm done editing, you're going to send it to me like, nigga. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> but that's my fault. That's okay. my fault. I did that. Mm -hmm. I did that. I spoiled them. And you know what I'm saying? So I do have to take that hit too. It's like, because some people too, like it's automatic download. So it's not like if I send it to them early, I missed the download. Cause some people have their subscription thing on automatic. So I still get it. It's just like in a mental state of, do you want the thrill of knowing somebody's waiting up on Tuesday, they're waiting on Tuesday, knowing, oh, it dropped. But then you have the friends who like, nigga, I want to hear this shit. I don't give a damn what damn. If I know I'm cool enough for you to send me a sneak leak mm -hmm. to it, like, nigga, give it to me. So that's how it was about mine. I ain't gonna lie. I was sitting down like, just paint. I want to see like Thirst Bug, but I'm like, yo, he didn't drop it. Who is these people? I was sitting there looking crazy. You should have seen me, bro. I was like, bro, who is these people? I don't see my name pop up. When you send me the email, I was like, oh, all right, like, we gotta listen to it. This is the start of a journey. And I was like, oh, and I fell in love with it, man. I mean, and, but, and even with yours, right? I had no thought yet of where I wanted to go. But I was laying down. And that song, when I tell you, I listened to it every single day, like driving oh everywhere. I replayed it. Over it and went. over it went. and over it and over. It like, 
And then I thought I was like, okay, so how do I want to do it? And then I heard that, you know, you have arrived, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I could chop her words up. And I was like, and the way her dramatic pauses, it works with the song. And then when I just put it together, I was just like, that. Because yours was that genuine heart, the heart thing. So the song fit, but with her, yeah. the way hers was, yeah. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> How can I put that to a song? And I had something already for her, right? And I just kept it there. And then another song, that song that I actually used came up and I was like, Hell no, nah, I don't need to use this song. What and song you had it. before? What song did I have before? I forgot what it was. I scrapped it though, because I didn't, it, it flowed, mm -hmm. but the one that I chose sounded way better. Like I was about to post yours like that day, and immediately I changed my mind. I was like, oh hell no. Yeah, but every time when like when I sung it to a few people, it was like, you want a song? And I was like, I, I was like, no, I'm not on the song. <laughs> it was just funny. Like everybody kept messing. You on the song? Like you on that song? <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, I was in. Yeah. Like we went to the studio. Like no, that's I'm not on the song. I was like, bro, this song like I'm connected. It's it's just like yeah, you did that. It's it's just the creativity behind it. Like I already know. Like the content part is gonna be. I don't really give a fuck. Like, I spent a lot of time on music, like, to ramp my people up for what's about to come. Like, the content, we gonna all, we gonna do our thing on that. Like, I have no doubt anybody that I bring in here is not gonna bring the A game. Like, and if they don't, I swear to God, I'm gonna edit it to the point where it made it sound like that you did. I don't care if you were sick. I don't yeah. care if you had a million brain farts. You would never hear the ums, the the trip ups, never. Like I'm gonna make you sound perfect. So I never worry about the content part. That's only a maybe a two hour job. Mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> yeah, I did. Sure. Shit, me, but yo. <laughs> <laughs> Producers in your future. Right, but yeah. As soon as he it's gotta say something, say like as soon as he, as soon as something hit his spirit. <sighs> <laughs> And then he want to talk. I got to cut that out and like, hurry up. Like, hurry the fuck up. Like, That's authenticity, man. When you look at other podcasts, like you said, Drinking cool Champions, Breakfast Club, and other people, the realism behind it, you, you just, it's only, there. The reason that people listen to the Breakfast Club is because popularity. of the people, yeah, popularity. of who they are. Yeah, popularity. They don't really listen to, you know, what's more. I mean, they ain't not really talking about, you know, but I love Good drinking. Stuff. I love drinking champions more so than anything. With Nori, yeah, with Nori and all them because it's it's real. Like how this podcast is, it's real. The floor is open to talk about whatever you're going to talk about. You know? I think initially we, with with Breakfast Club, I just stumbled upon it, like yeah. on, on YouTube. Did, yeah. But um, I, now I only watch it if it's somebody I like that's on there. Oh, Ricky Smiley, I'm a fan. Of this. Nah, only, the only reason how I've stumbled into Breakfast Club on the regular is when Ricky left out of Atlanta and went to Texas. So they replaced 
Ricky on uh, 94.1 with the Breakfast Club. Right. I wasn't listening to the Breakfast Club uh, like that until Ricky Smiley relocated to Texas. So they took his station off of 94.1. Well, no, no. I don't Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is 93. Yeah, Steve He's Harvey. not 93. No. And then you got Tom Jones on the one. No, he, Steve Harvey is on uh, Watcher Point 1. Okay, so, all right, so let's check it then. Let's, let's move back. Young Jock got the 93.1. Okay, so. Young Jock with a problem that looked like somebody auntie on the Sunday. Yeah. Well, he done changed that now. He done changed that. He done went back. Jock done went back. That's Jock done went back. I can't you got to do everything you <laughs> But you know, I, I had a radio station talk show thing on rotation. So like I knew exactly I knew what time it came on. So I would listen when it come to commercial, I would do it. So it was like, you know, once it left, I stumbled across Breakfast Club. But then Breakfast Club was my favorite thing. Charlemagne, I felt like that was the funniest nigga, man, alive. Like, it's like I, I say it all the time. I joke around. Like, I think it's three pettiest people in the world that my top three people is 50 Cent, Charlemagne <laughs> the God, and my dog, Kevin Oswell. Like, that's my top three niggas that I swear to God is I bow to be those three petties in life, bro. Like, well, those one day you're going to look up on your top three. I'm going to be real petty. You're petty. Yeah. Man, okay. I got to give some entertainment for the world. And that's the thing. But then <laughs> I started to realize what type of stuff that it was pouring into our community. And that's what kind of turned me off on the Breakfast Club. Because Charlemagne, like, I think he kind of capitalized off of the mental health thing mm-hmm. and just went completely berserk with it. Like, it's just like, yes, everybody, mental health is a big thing. Yes, people should get therapy, but now it starts to become crushing. You know what I'm saying? You just, everybody need to, something's going on mental health. I just think when society, when you, when the, when you push so much like that on the syndicated stuff like that and it's, it's front of mind, it, it's tainted. Mm-hmm. When it becomes that big, you have to start side eyeing stuff and like it's some is is it's something tainted about that. You know what I'm saying? And you made a in anything black, mental health and pain, right. it brings money. Right. So it I'm does. like, I, I don't like that. When you gotta really harp on something like that to make your dollar like that, I don't I don't like that. That's why I love drinking chips because it's is authenticity. It's who you are. It's talking about your real life problems, your real life issues. So when Noria and the other young man, I forgot his name, but when they asked him questions, like they're talking like God honest truth, like this is what's going on. It's not sugarcoated. We're not beating you down. We're not making you seem less as a person or anything like that. So. Well, see, that's what I like about <clears throat> that's what I like about when you had uh, Ed on that one time, and he was sitting here, and I was kind of like B jackets for her. I was like. All in what he was saying, and he was like, you know, we talk about the problems, but then what's the solutions to it? Mm, right. You know, this is the problem. Okay, what's the solution? Okay, let's talk about the solutions. Stop, you know, complaining about everything. Giving and an excuse, it's, right? Let's let's do something about it. That's that's you know that's what it really should be about. It's about okay, this is this is the problem. Okay, what's the solution? Okay, now let's let's apply what the solution is to get a result. Right. But you know, Ed is very, very 
Um, I love when Ed first came around because I was introduced to Ed by somebody, by Kenneth Roche, like uh, Winging in Savannah. Like, I brought him on. And once he started coming on, speaking about his business, he was like, well, this is the guy that, you know, brought me on to this mentorship and blah, blah, blah. And me and Ed, like, Ed looked at me one time in the car and he heard me talk. He side-eyed me a couple times. Then he started listening to me talk again. And as soon as the nigga started walking out and kind of rubbing his hands, like, no, it's like, we about to, we about to get down with a conversation. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that so he started yeah, asking yeah. questions and he started, well, what you think about this? Right. What you think about this? And what you think? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So we started going back there. Like after a while, after we can slow down, come in, like it would just be it. And then, me and Ed kind of slowed down going into the new year. So he kind of, you know, fell off. But then once I brought Trey, Trey heard uh uh Ed and was like, Yeah, I want to hear him. I want, I wanna get down. Cause like anytime somebody has heard anything and they wanted to, you know, interact with somebody on the platform, like I, I don't hesitate. Like you want that, you want that person, like you think that that'll be a good dialogue, like because it's it's dialogue of you thinking that that person can feed your brain. I've never heard somebody say, I want I want that person on because I didn't like the way it is and I want to get them together. Anybody has, anybody that I was brought together, they was like, man, I like the way that person talked. Like, I think we really got, we have some good, good dialogue together. Like, so it, I don't hesitate to, to make that phone call. Like, that, that one phone call, like, was like the thing. I was like, listen, it was like, so it's like in the rap business, like, you send the verse yeah, right. to the to they like listen to part, this. Can right? you? Yeah, so I sent her your verse. I'm like, you think yeah. you can rap to that? And she was like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I can. I was like, bet. Yeah. Set up the studio session. Like, I see the future, brother. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I've been doing. That's why I spend so much time on the um, the editing part. Like, I have an ear. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's an ear know. that if if something's off. <laughs> I'm trying to fit. You said what? You got the eyes. You see, you got the eyes. Forget, but a producer, you don't need eyes. You need ears. Yeah, that's why you got the ears. Well, you got a talent. First of all, ears. If, I, I, if you can't see, I don't need to see. I need others, to hear. You pay attention the to senses. the other sense. I need to hear. My sight is messed up, but my you. hearing. Yeah, my my hearing. I hear rat piss and cotton. I can yes, I can hear. Like I would listen when I first started. With this, like my partner was like helping edit, like I can hear when something was off. I mean, that shit was ringing my ear. And I'd be right. like, "You don't hear that?" Right. He'd be like, "What?" I'd be like, "Dog, replay right. it." And we replay it. And he don't hear. It. I'd be like, "Nigga, do you right. hear it?" Right. Like, like bro, that's off. Right. Like, and then I was send it to him to edit it, right? And like, I'll listen to myself so much like listen to my recording so much like the raw footage like when i tell him to cut that or cut this like i know if he cut something too long i know if he didn't even do it because i've i've listened to the whole thing so i know my whole dialogue myself like and i'd be like hey you missed something so like what and i'd be like i'm telling you like it's supposed and i would tell him it's supposed to say this yes of hearing it was a young man I used to work with at the airport. Uh, I call him Little Daryl, but he has a little... Yeah, I did. his name was Daryl. He was a junior. 
So I bet Little Daryl used to be class, I used not class, but he used to be at work, his little tablet and stuff and his computer and do music. He's like, listen to this beat. And I'm like, bro, the same way you just said, I'm like, bro, you don't hear that? That's an annoying sound. He's like, no, I'm like, listen to it. And I replay, I'm like, turn the horns down because you got to understand, I'm a person, I like bass. So if I'm jamming my stuff to the, the value go up on 30 in my car and I'm hearing horns all day, I'm going to be pissed off. Forget the lyrics, forget everything else. Yeah, this is one future song with that. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. I hate that. Down. You it's, feel it's, me? I don't know what song that is. That's it's not boy. my boy. That's y'all boy. <laughs> y'all boy. Y'all love future. But when you turn it down, you see a difference, that. don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And I told him to turn it down and he replayed the, the, the beat over. He was like, oh, snap, it's it. All right, so you didn't hear that? Nigga, I was listening. I was listening to Climax over the weekend, right with Usher, and it was just this okay. annoying soft sound <laughs> in the background, and I was just like, like just I was just like, it, it came on Pandora, and I was just this. It came on the, the YouTube, and I was just driving, but then I kept hearing that annoying sound. I was right. just like, it sounded like it just sounds like the 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 masses of the, you know how they put that stuff in the music like I said those demonic sirens mm. in the background but they do don't and purpose. it was just eating me it just kept ringing your spiritual and I was ears like, or your worldly ears are different your spiritual ears hear stuff and you get irritated because you know what it is it irritates your soul versus worldly oh man this job jamming no it's not jamming turn that filth off like you mad yeah like, it was no, a, really, I was in you target. get mad because you don't I was in Target the other day and it was a kid. He, you know how kids like to play in a toy area. And it was this one toy and it sounded like, like, you know how like heavy metal, like when they do stuff like that. And I kept, I said, they need to throw that shit in the trash. And I wanted, I said that shit real loud. And the other lady behind me, she was like, yeah, I heard that too. And I was like, if she, if she let that boy buy that toy, I'm going right. to knock that shit out of his hand because he's not supposed to have that. Like, right. it was like some, I don't think like they realize demons. Yeah, in I don't there. think they realize what they put in the cartoons, like how that you know you can shut the door and you don't realize how the I think it was one cartoon, it was like a bloody cartoon thing mm. that he asked for a hug or something like that. And they were telling the kids to stop listening, telling the parents to stop letting the kids listen to it. It was like it was telling you to a lot of them are telling you go kill yourself. Mm, right. Or telling you to like, you know what I'm saying, it's okay. <laughs> To just end it all, mm-hmm. like your words are spells. You have to be mindful. Exactly. We hear what we say about ourselves. So if you like people say, "Oh, I ain't shit," then those type of people come to you, and then you mad because you get half-assed people to you. You like, man, Lord, what I do wrong? You manifest that to you. Like, that's power. like that. Your words are power. You gotta be mindful what you say. You become. You become. Once you put it out there, it's like a boomerang. It comes back and soaks back into right. you. So you become that. You know what right. I'm saying? You telling your mind out loud. Cause you I mean you can talk to ourselves all day long. Right. You talk to, you hear that voice in your head right now that you think right now as you listening to the conversation, you hear yourself talking it back to you. You know, you saying something in your head like, I'm gonna say this next, I'm gonna say right. this next when you finish and stop. But then <laughs> it's different. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about affirmations. That's the beautiful thing about uh, feeding your mind first right. thing in the morning, yep. the first 20 minutes, mm-hmm. first 20, 30 minutes, feeding your mind, right. it, it changes like, it your whole day. change the trajectory. It does. It really does. It set the tone. It does. Because I do it, I do it like an hour and a half. 
two hours. When you said uh, you already know your mind is telling you what um, you want to say or what you're going to say next, um, I want to ask you two things. Like, So when you hear that voice, what voice do you hear? Um, sometimes I think I, for okay, for what I think I hear, mm-hmm. I hear myself. I hear myself and my accent. Is that every time you hear the voice in your head? Thinking on the top of my head, yeah. Uh, now I probably have to think about hold it. Hold on, let me think. Yeah, I'm talking about myself now, so yeah. The spirit will use different voices. But what? It, what? Okay, the second question is, what is it called? My subconscious. Okay. Anybody else hear you hear yourself when you not the spirit use other people? Like one day I was waking up and uh, I was praying. Mm-hmm. And before I went to bed and I woke up, I heard a voice. No voice I've ever heard. And it was the same voice. And the voice was like, You don't have to be perfect, but you have to be worth it. And you are worth it. And I heard it for like two minutes after I woke up. And I'm brushing my teeth looking in the mirror and that song was still going on in my head. I'm like, Where's this song coming from? But the only person it come from was God. And he told me I didn't have to be perfect because the world we live in now, as a Christian or somebody who's holy and walking with God, you have to dress like this to be a woman. You can't do this. You can't do that. You 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 can't look a certain way. You can't listen to this type of music, you know. And it's all your perspective of who you are as an individual. You know, your higher self. You're gonna think a certain way mm-hmm. when you look at life. You're not gonna look at it in a worldly perspective no more. And God told me, Jelena, you don't have to be perfect like these other people. You can still listen to your rap. You can still do. But if you if your heart is moving you to do those things in the song, baby, you're not me. You're not me because ju- God is not judging us off yeah. of how you dress scriptures and you go to church every day and drink communion and oh, I can read you on the table, girl, with a book, Psalms 23, Psalm 91. He don't care about none of that stuff. <laughs> He's caring about your heart. You feeding a homeless person, but you got a camera in your face. Your heart wasn't in it. The camera's in that homeless person's face. I don't need you to put it live for millions of people. I need you to do it for my, your heart because I told you to do it. And that's what he explained to me. So now when I wake up, I ain't pleasing nobody but God. I ain't about to change my physical for you. Or not, not you in general. But yeah. For the church in general, oh, well, you look like an abomination. Well, baby, who did you help? Who did you witness to today? But that's how that's how I feel too because right. when I went through different phases. So when I go <laughs> when I go, okay, so when I first started, I went through a phase where I was just quiet. And I'm still kind of quiet, but I'm kind of laid back, but I do talk a lot at the same time. You're observing. You yeah. To be. But at the same time, um it's different parts, like I said. I go through different phases as I grow. But when it comes to like the church environment or say you grew up in a church, I always tell people I'm not for the church. Like if you ever see me, most of my events that I'm like speaking at or I'm helping out volunteering or whatever, I'm never really inside a church except for yesterday. That was like probably the second time that I've done an event inside of a church. Because I feel like even when I when I was younger and I used to work downtown, I had this guy on my job. He used to always be like, you're an evangelist. You're an evangelist. And I'm like, boy, don't you ever call me that ever again. Like, I used to go off on him like, boy, I'm not an evangelist. I'm me. Right. 
And I think that's, so to speak, why I changed my name because my first name is Faith and I didn't want to be necessarily associated in church. I wanted to be myself. And even though the name that I chose it is, it is my name. It's my my middle name. But mainly, yeah. But then this mother in the in the front of it. So it's yes. like, it's but still, you, I know where you're going. It's still nurturing. <laughs> no, it's all circling back the same way. Faith, Mayla, Mother Mayla. Yeah, you're still spiritual, still nurturing. But go ahead. But yeah, <laughs> but even with from, that, you can't run from it. I know it can't run from it, but my people are not church people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. They're not religious, mm-hmm. and God is not a religious. My God. people, mm-hmm. and see when you when you are when you associate yourself with church, you have to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have to right. wear your hair a certain way. You right. Got you got to move when when you dealing with church people. Right. You have to look a certain way. But I'm not trying to get church people. I'm trying to get the people who actually need. That's what God not saying that not saying that church people don't need help because there's plenty church people that really do need help preachers and all they all need help right but those not my people my people are the people that's in the club every weekend right my people are the people that's at the bar Mm -hmm. at the pool table dice game playing spades drinking Hennessy at strip club making it rain west side yeah west side gold teeth and like if you see me out you see me with regular people um even though granted i have been blessed like yesterday i had the amazing a most amazing day like i got to meet the governor i'm sitting there right next to her well she's not governor yet but i'm speaking in existence stacy yeah no so you, she's like right here i'm right here and so i'm telling her hey this would need to be done this this right, right. this what we need to do but it's just that's how broad my horizon is like my 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 people are governor, regular people. Not saying they down here, but regular people, governor. Because we all human right. and we all family. So at the end of the day, I don't want to be the person that's using twelve letter words because everybody can't relate to twelve letter words. But if I say, "Oh, go over there and get me a um soda from my refrigerator," you understood what I said, right? <laughs> yes. It's all about yes. understanding. Yes. It's all about understanding and being able to, you know, know who you're talking to. Just like teaching, you see that kid over there. He got he probably got his pants sagging. Like, boy, if you don't pull them pants up, versus you got that white boy. Hey, Peter, please pull your pants up. You right. You gotta talk to him. You got you gotta know who you're talking to. Yeah, different dollars. But yeah, at the same time, <laughs> I may tell Peter, 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 pull them pants up. And he gonna pull them pants up because you know, like uh, my roommate told me she was like breaking down the ignorant terms. I said, "What's ignorant terms?" She was like, "To the lowest of lowest." I said, "I don't, I don't think I could do that." And I was like, "I'm sorry, I really don't think I could do that." I was like, "What is ignorant terms?" I'm sitting there. I'm like, "What's ignorant terms?" What's ignorant terms? I was like, "Lord, what's ignorant terms?" She was like, "Just the simplest fool you can." I'm like, "Oh, didn't say that because yeah, I'm not." Have to attach. You know, with the bringing word. it down. Yeah. Because it's some people, they're black people. Yeah, black people. Like, why you gotta do that? Because yeah. some people, intellectual level is not like my mother taught me. She it's said, not right. sometimes when you have a certain calling of your life, when you are around low vibrational people, you can try to bring yourself down to them. But with your anointing and walking with God, you can't because He won't allow you to for a reason. 
only thing you can do is pray for them and, and help them slowly come up. Like she was just saying, you gotta, like you were saying too, Trey, you gotta know your audience. Like it's certain people I've been around and I explain certain stuff to them. They look at me like I'm crazy. And then when I bring it to them to their level, they're like, oh, why you didn't say that? But it's not classified. <laughs> Baby, it's the comprehension. I didn't. It don't mean you dumb. Exactly. It don't mean you dumb. It doesn't define you. Bring it to, you know, yeah. dumbing it down. Like, no, it's Sometimes not dumb. You dumbing have it. to because they don't want to elevate something. And it's sad because I've been around people who have the potential. I think that's a condition thing. Everybody has the, the potential. They don't want but to. But society has made shit cool mm-hmm. and what's not cool. Mm-hmm. So you stay at a certain level to not elevate. Or what's right and what's wrong. Because it always it, seems like fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes because it's the crowd. Sometimes if you just ask people a question, it'll cause them to come out of that. Whatever, it, will, it will cause them to come out of that state of what they're saying. Like, for example, I was raised in the South, all right? But I went to New Jersey. I was up in Jersey for four years. I got ragged on for my thick, thick Southern accent, right? Mm-hmm. I come back to the South. Now I talk now like this. Like now they say, man, you sound like a white boy. Well, then my question is, What's what a does boy? a white boy sound like? You know, I got that growing up. Oh, you sound white. How? Because my mother went to private school. My grandparents, they came from an era where their people didn't really get an education. And they were really big on us having business about ourselves. So when my generation came, education was really important, whether you want to go to college or not. And like I was saying in my episode, my mother and my sister, they have the degrees. But I'm the, the business person. I'm the CEO. I'm the boss. I I sit up there with the buildings. Mm-hmm. I, I put put a master plan for you in 10.3 seconds and there you go. But that's not going to define who I am. And some people feel like because you're not speaking in bonds and you can cold switch and cut the slang off this and the third, you're speaking white. And I'm like, well, I know some white people that want to talk like ethnic folks and they, oh, you know what I'm saying? Cause but they really, it's white it's people like, oh. that do talk. Ethnic, like because us. they like hemonics, like what you call it. rednecks. Right. If we gonna, you know, associate people with different titles, right. rednecks, they talk ignorant. Yeah, they talk ebonics. They, yeah, they, they, they are broken. Yeah, they broken language. Yeah, that, they are talking black, but that's their name. Rednecks are the niggas of the whites. Well, yeah. right. Trailer trash, trash yeah. is the niggas <laughs> of whites. If right. you really want to be the lowest of the whites, that's the lowest. They're scum. Like you are trash, and I was like, what's you are trash, mom? Like. You were trash as the niggas. I said, I don't know niggas. She was like, yeah. Trash. yeah, that's basically what it is. Specs. Mexicans are called specs. Like, and I'm like, what is specs? Specs are like niggas. Yeah, you know, it's, they have different names for different wetbacks. And I'm like, what's yeah, a Mexicans. Yeah, it is. It's real hurtful because that's like the lowest of the lowest. Like, uh, what was like Slumdog Millionaire? It was a young man who was from India and he explained if you were Jamal Indian, Lee. yeah, if you were Indian, if you look black as that chair, you would consider it poverty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how? And I was like, yeah, we made fun of you. You were poor if you were that black. They didn't care. It's like even with Dominicans too. Oh, yeah. I like, they they want to be light-skinned so bad. Yeah, they don't they even want to associate. Like, y'all are you black. black. But y'all you are black. Tell <laughs> a Hispanic no, no, y'all are black. Right? You can't tell a no, Dominican, a Cuban, a Puerto Rican, yeah, or a But Colombian. they got that Cuban in them. That but Cuban at black. the end of the day, we were all birthed from a black woman. So you can't come up to them and tell them that they were black. Because black is only considered to be good when you can make use of it. Right. And, and to 
to, right. to capitalize off. Right. You, you mean can put it on an application and get a loan, get a You mean a Cajun a person from Louisiana, the they get crowd. happy. I'm, I'm not white, I'm Cajun. I came from a black woman. This then that they get spiritual with but you. But if you get pulled over, but you get pulled over by you get that same treatment. You, that I'm whole like, treatment is still they nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it's they, difficult it, they, don't, they want to be a nigga when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And right. that's and that's the European folks. They only everywhere. want it, you know what I'm saying? They like only I'm want saying, them cornrows. I, I watched that movie. It goes, you, know, you can't forget about the gold. Like, Heard that shit. Even when we were talking about <laughs> that movie, um, that like we were talking about the the lady Rachel, whatever that was. Yeah, in, the white, in, white in black lady. Yeah, and then I, the, in, yeah, with, uh, the lady with masters on the movie masters too. They were doing the same thing. That's where you know how it correlated. It was like they just wanted to be black because what black was carrying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, they were giving out grants and extra benefits for being minority. You you could, if you were labeled as black, you know, uh, with every job, they have to have a certain amount of minorities to be hired. Mm-hmm. Uh, a certain amount of Spanish people, a certain amount of black people. Mm-hmm. So when you see supervisors, you know what I'm saying? They're different ethnic groups. It's because the club, and then most corporations, they get paid quarterly mm. to have certain diversities. Yeah. Food stamps. That's why they ask you, what Food race are you? Like, yeah, they do. Like, they do ask you on the application. And I always like, <laughs> yeah, because I got a white name. Yeah. <laughs> so on the applications, they yeah. ask you about sex. It's, it's a tax. It's a tax I, credit. I, Someone yeah. told me about this mm-hmm. too, you know, saps and stuff like that. Like, I mean, snap and stuff like that. Um, they asked that on the application, do you receive anything? Because the jobs, if they hire you mm-hmm. to keep you employed, mm-hmm. they would keep giving that corporation money mm-hmm. for taking you away from getting money from the government. They don't want, they don't want, they don't want um you to keep getting the benefit. So they want to employ you. Mm-hmm. So it's one less person they getting the benefits. Yeah. However, it's not like they're trying to help you to get out of the struggle. Right. They're helping you to get out of the struggle so they can take the money that they were going to give you and put it into the corporation. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, man, let me take you out of the ghetto, give you a job, be a good person. No, no, no. Let me give you this money so they can give me your money that they were giving you to keep these lights on, oh, to man. keep this business going around and around. Mm-hmm. So it's like hustle exactly, but <laughs> you're still the yeah, one. But is. you're still being the one hustle. Right, that's the thing. It's a hustle within a hustle, and you still getting played. Yeah, you would never. You're never coming out of that hustle. You're never coming out the one that's doing the shaking and moving. You're still the one that's being pulled left or being pulled right by two different sides until you get ripped apart, like that turn situation. Like <laughs> just till you get. Broken apart. It's, right? it's, it's all a game, man. It's it's like um, I remember I ran into a guy named uh, Doctor Claude Anderson on YouTube, and one of the things that he was talking about was he said it's impossible for me to be racist. And I was trying to think about what he was saying. He explained. It. He went mm-hmm. further. He said, "I had a conversation last night." Well, he said he think he said think about the word racism, mm-hmm. the the root word at race, right? And so he's like, you think about all the different uh. Black, white, Hispanic, Arab—all that we're all in a race. If if this was a race, blacks are in last place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah. this race, so it's like, 
how can I be racist when I don't I don't have power. I don't have any real power, anything of real merit as far as, you know, land that I own, mm-hmm. um, hospital, different things. The stuff that Umar talks about a lot of times, schools, all that type of stuff. So I'm not, I don't even have a, a real place in the race. So I can't be racist. It's impossible. There's no such thing as race because at the end of the day, when we die, God is not judging us off of race. He's not putting blacks and Latinos and Asians. Right, and you're not the I'm first person right. I've heard. And no, <laughs> neither are you. You're not the first person I've heard to have I've heard conversations like that. And I break it down to people. It's like, such thing as racism. It's like, no. Because when we die, God is not judging us off of race, color, religion, because he's not a religion God so at the end of the day. You're not putting Baptists and Muslims and Catholics together. But that's too technical. You know what I'm but that's too technical. But there is, for, for one, they're not. What the eyes can see. Of right. Like, what What's happening right now. Right. right now. In front of you. They're yeah. not going to yes. see that. So and when I bring it down that. to them, they look at me like. That's too far down mm-hmm. the line. Right. But you have to be spiritually there. Everybody's so, not they're there. They're not there. spiritual. Right. And they're not there. So when I do bring it down to them, I'm like, brother, you would never understand that. And the more I explain to you, you will be more upset and. That's the thing. When you have these type of conversations, you need to be willing and be open. You have to be a book. Because a book is always written to all type of new ideas. And if further you ain't there mentally, what I'm saying to you is not going to come to end. Well, a lot of you these things, listen. a lot of these things are spiritually discerned. It's like, right. it's like, it's like my, I had a conversation with my pops about this the other day. And even, even with, even with certain stuff that's secular, I mean, forget the scriptural stuff, but even with stuff that's secular. And I had that talk with him and I said, you know, I got over the frustration of the, the scriptural stuff. If I try to explain something, something, something to somebody scriptural and they don't get it, and I used to get upset and I used to get, but I, I got over that. But when it's something secular, when you can look up the facts and the numbers, when you can look up the figures, when you can literally see it right there in front of you when it's clear as day and ain't nobody quoting scriptures. Right. How do you not see that? And my dad was saying, he said, son, you got to relax on that because if they don't see it, if they're blind, they can't see it. It's like trying to explain to a blind person, hey, this ball is blue. Right. Don't you see this ball is blue? Right. No, I'm blind. I can't see. But, oh. it, but he's telling the truth, though, and it is frustrating. I had to learn that, too. The more and more, you know, God brought me into a lot of things. He was like, sweetie, the more I show you things and the more you explain to certain people, they're not going to see you where you're coming from because they're not with me. And when you're not walking with me, you're not going to understand. Because I can get on some deep stuff with certain folks and they're like, I'm going to stay away from her. She, it was a young man at work. He said something about a young lady. And I was like, yeah. I said, because when I took her home, I was like, her spirit was blocked. She put up a shield. And I was like, if, if I'm around you and it's a certain vibe I can't get from you, it's something evil there. When he started explaining certain stuff to to me about her, I was like, yeah. And I started getting deeper and deeper to what she was saying to him. And he, his eyes got big. And he was like... Yeah, they get like that. I, I said, get. you not understand it. I said, because, bro, you... Let's feel like this. Your mother, your grandmother, your aunts and stuff probably told you. He was like, yeah. I said, you ignored it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I said, now you hear it from somebody else years later. And now you, you're, you're, you know... You're reminiscing on those old conversations now, and now you starting to put two and two together, and it's starting to hit, and you starting to feel freaked out, aren't you? He was like, and why? He was like, right now I am. He's like, no, no disrespect to you, you my homie, but I'm about to, I'm about to leave you real quick and think about something. I'm like, yeah, because you're not there. Then the more you tell somebody, 
the harder it gets for us as individuals who are there. Because it's like, we want you to see, we want you to know, but it's like, your comprehension level is not there. And you want to be open to it. Everybody want to be woke, but they're still sleeping. And when you start explaining to them the wokeness, what it's really like, it's looking at you like, no, you're tripping out. That's demonic. No, it's not demonic. I'm explaining it to you what it's like. And you, you're not taking it. You're not trying to comprehend it. You're not, like you said, discernment. If you don't have it, it's hearsay until you actually go through it. When you go through it, you understand it. You're like, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good for the moment. And you can go to church and listen to your pastor say it all day long or your, your evangelist or your bishop or whoever the case may be. And if you don't go through it yourself, you're like, yeah, whatever. And then when you go through it, that's when reality hits you now. It's like, oh, snap, it's confirmation. What I do is when I tell somebody something, I'm like, I know you're not going to listen. Like, especially like when it's like my niece or something, because I told her something about boys or whatever like that. I said, I know you're not going to listen because you're in love, but I'm just going to tell you this because I love you. So before it happens, I just want, I'm not, I'm not being negative and I don't want to see you in a bad way or I don't want to see you go through what you're about to go through, but I'm just warning you. So I'm going to say this. And you could take and do whatever you want to do. So I give them that option. I give her that option. And when I told her that, she was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to listen. And I was like, that's it. I said, that's fine. My niece and nephew, they're very honest, very... Blunt children. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I love them for that. I love that part about them. But I told her, because I was like, shit, I wish somebody had told me. But... I told her in simplest form, because my mama, she the type to use parables. And I'm like, girl, just get to the point. Like, why are you speaking so broad? And I wish she just had got to the point. But so I'm totally opposite, very blunt, upfront with it. So I told her and she was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not going to listen. And I was like, okay. But, you know, before I tell them what I'm going to tell them, I just put that disclaimer out. I'm going to tell you this, but I know you're not going to listen. And few months go by they come back and sometimes they don't come back but when they give you that look it's like dang she was right and i don't i'm never the person that say i told Told you so so. right that's not me i'm not that's not me i never do that i just want to give you a warning before destruction yeah yeah out of love right but before i close like that's that's goes back to you remember earlier we were just talking about um be careful what you pray for or Mm -hmm. that he will give you the sign and he's like all the time mm-hmm. like that's, that's all sign. the time because yeah. that's saying hey mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to listen but she probably was again probably say things like I pray that I would just have somebody to just guide tell. me to do yeah. the right thing I yeah. wish people and it would just was be right honest there. with me mm-hmm. and just tell me when I'm making mistakes and there it goes right there and she's looking bold in her face and mm-hmm. saying I'm not listening yeah. probably not yeah. mm-hmm. but that is what he was talking about earlier mm-hmm. of it's right there in your face, but you want them to say, if she was, if you were to say, God told me to tell you this, or he would talk through you and say, hey, this is God talking yeah. through uh, Mayla. Uh, listen, <laughs> you're not going to listen to her, but listen to me. Mm-hmm. Then that's when she would open her ears. But I think but that's why I should say that God said. I he, think, yeah, yeah, some folks, they use but that. But they use that as a crutch. Yeah. But the thing mm-hmm. about it is, if he, if that is not said, if that disclaimer is not given, they're not going to accept it from you. Do we pay attention to the message that, like she said earlier, he gives messages to people. Mm-hmm. That message that you had to get heard is through you. Mm-hmm. 
and her ears are closed because it's not what she hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm again, I'm glad I was able to get everybody together. Like it's what I meant. It's what I imagine. And like I said, like he say, shit, you know, what would I do without him? And Meg, I guess they're they're right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I brought up a situation about thing and he was like, hey man, I think it'd be good. And you know, I've a lot of things going forward I have, he's brought it to my attention. And I'm like, are you sure? You tell me, yeah. Well, let's ride with it. I'm saying there's no argument. He's like, ain't no pushback. Like, nah, nigga, is you sure about it? If you sure about it, let's do it. Now, if you ain't sure, you want me to push back for you? Like, as long as you sure, let's go. And he said something about it. And I was just like, hey, what you think about it? He was like, I think it's dope. So I was like, let's do it. But I'm, and I'm so glad I was able to get Trey back in the business, man. Like, it was definitely. It was definitely a long time coming to get brought back in there. Um, but other than that, like, let's start around. You got anything you want to close out with? Um, go back to me. Let's start off with you. <laughs> I to go back. Start off. Okay. Um, well. Oh, I do have a Mother's Day sale coming up. <laughs> uh, I have a business called My Sentiments Exactly. Mm-hmm. I make baskets. Cups. And these aren't your regular baskets like Easter baskets. They have a bubble balloon that looks like glass, but it's actual balloon. It's clear. And um, I stuff them with like stuffed animals, mm-hmm. uh, flowers, trinkets, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the bottom of the basket has flowers, or you could put like champagne or whatever you want to put in there for your mother. Um, Question. Yeah. Can you order it and then have it sent to someone? I deliver myself. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was, I was just wondering because my, my mom stays in Alabama. Oh, no, I can't go that far because okay. it, might, it might bust. You know? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in Savannah, yeah. So or cooler. Yeah, locally. Yeah. I, got yeah. You. I haven't got that far as to how to ship it in those boxes. That would be something, ain't it? We about to spend Yeah, exactly. I said, notice I said that far as to how to ship it. But I'm going to get there because a lot of people in Atlanta was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I'm like, too far. You're yeah. going to have to work on that ASAP, God. Tell yeah. you, you need to get yeah. on it, baby. You... I met some people downtown, and they were like, all the way from Philadelphia, and they were like, oh, I like that. Like, showing them my stuff. Like, oh, I like that. That's really cool. Creative. Yeah. So, um, two for one. Two for one price is one ten. So, um, my sentiments exactly on Instagram. My sentiments underscore underscore exactly. That's my Instagram. And then I have my sentiments exactly on Facebook. Just okay. my sentiments exactly. It's a purple logo with a balloon and flowers over it. So, yeah. yeah. Smooth, cool kid. You know me. I'm just chilling in the cut. Working in the kitchen. That's right. I'm just working in the kitchen, baby. You know, like I told y'all, like we said in my session, you know, I don't do microwave. microwavable blessings. You know, everything is cooked slowly enough. In the crock pot, baby. And then when it's done, you can see it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. No real talk. Yeah, the trance. trans. Um what's going on with Trey? Um, well, um, like uh Jay said earlier, I will 
be going back home. So this is my last episode for a while. I'm sure we'll be coming back to Hinesville in the Savannah area, but it's probably going to be a while. Um, so making millionaire mindsets, more videos will be coming. Um, since I am going back home, I should be able to uh, get with some entrepreneurs in the Macon, Georgia area and post those interviews on the channel. So be looking out for that. Making millionaire mindsets. Uh, stay tuned. All right. Um, I ain't got nothing going on. I just work Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. But um, it's another great episode. I know it's going to do numbers. It's an honor to have a um, smooth, cool kid. I'm about to call you first. I said, no. <laughs> Mother Mayla and um, Brother Trey. Um, appreciate y'all for stepping in a rabbit hole. Uh, bro, you selling the tech, so you know. Um, but this week, back on the push up, bro. I took I took a couple of days off, man. You know what I mean? My rotator cuff, it started to bother me uh from the gym and all that. But um starting back tomorrow, uh four hundred a day. Great, tell me. I ain't never stop. I ain't never stop. I'm just waiting for you to come back. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow, man. Uh, wake up probably about five thirty, maybe six, and go to the gym and uh, back to work. Um, you got my goddamn wife on your side about the eating stuff, man. But. Uh, <laughs> Yo, we was just talking about that. We were talking about we want the dad vibe, man. I'm like, hey, listen, not want the dad. Why would you want a dad vibe? Why would you don't want, want the dad. But, but look at you me. You want to be lazy. You don't want man, to I had, I had abs my whole life. I know, but why would you want that? It's like people that always had long hair and they get older and cut the shit off. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, girl. Like, you know, me? when you get uh, too hello. big and too heavy, when you have to get it off because you're unhealthy, I How guess you want to change to get back into. But to be honest, it wouldn't be hard for him because he knows so what he knows know what, what to, to do. do so I'm, he wants to change, like me. I've I've had long hair all my life, bro, and then when I got to the point with short hair, metabolism has The older y'all get, the metabolism. You know, we still look like one high school. Don't don't stir him up. Listen, man. Oh, he don't need. 
Just, just oh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's going to, one thing about it, bro, we're going to forever, we're going to forever still be, you know what I'm saying? On each other on that, man. Like I say, man, you want to be fat and stink? You be no. fat and stink. He's can, a fat and stink. Can I challenge like two people? Just say fat Maybe and chubby, okay, but fat and stink. Just say fat and can't breathe. So, mother. Oh, Lord, smooth, do cool. Yeah. Kid. Okay. <laughs> Would y'all like to come on the challenge? I mean, I don't have to do shit for you. I give y'all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> mother. Mother so, crunches. Squats. I can do crunches. Squats. I'm not doing no arms because my arms are already big. Like, I don't need yeah. no bigger arms. You do got some cut on your arms. Yeah. You got some I, cut on your I, I have a physical job already. Like, I'm selling him. So, 6 p.m. or whatever, we get finished. No, a physical job. You know, and no, I, I you're load. You're selling what? No, I don't sell anything. Oh. I'm saying my job is physical. Oh, okay. She I, thought she, know, said, so I, I thought she said I was selling ham. No. Deadlift like 450, I like I was telling you. Like, I can deadlift 450. Yeah, I, I know, bro. You know, like, we, it's, so, it's local, yeah, for, know. Every, it's it's crucial, local right? for everybody to it's come crucial. through. And it's just because, yeah. listen, if you challenge people to health, like, we challenge people to everything yeah. else. We, you was looking at bro, niggas okay. challenging to go step on a crate. Like, no, doing, you know that is challenging niggas, challenging niggas eat a hot chip. Like, right. if, y'all can, if y'all can do that, <laughs> stupid, if people can do that stupid shit, shit, like, why can't we work harder to challenge each other to be more physical? Why can't we? Huh? Yeah, I'm, what about I'm the 21 food? days right now. I'm I'm a a I, I started. I'm starting the day on the 20 days. 21. But I know we do Monday through Friday. Oh, water no alcohol. Right. Just and water, you vegan? Just drinking water and, and no no alcohol. Also, pescatarian. Sort of kind of because yeah. I'm gonna I'm do. I did the vegan thing for a while. I did too, uh, but I have hypothyroidism, so I can't eat, really. Eat, I'm not dying. Like, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cut back on All right, if I do meat, it's gonna be like I like wings. That's right. All right, that's fine. Whatever you choose, that's your God. That you and talk to God about your faith. And read a scripture every day. Proverbs. Start the Proverbs tonight. Start the night. Proverbs tonight for 30 days. 31 days. Proverbs. Saturday every night. When I wake up, I have my little self care routine. And then we all got side conversations going. We all challenging each other. Just some shit. We all. Some challenges. We just all challenging us. Y'all talking about everybody that's watching. Everybody, you know, and listening. I flex someone. Jump on the challenge, you know. Sit-ups, crunches, push-ups, fasting, whatever you want to do. Let's just bet ourselves. Like, let's bet ourselves. Let's get right. Like, for real, for real. Like, it's a challenge. Drink more water. Yeah, oh, yeah. water. Yeah. Gallon a day. Let's go live in the pure. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for what's happening with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is JP, back in the rabbit hole, and the WM podcast. I with me. to give you the glory. With murders premeditated today Going solo from society Segregation engaged at an early age With a street and a 12 gauge And I got a voice before I got me life A death My horse is giddy up I'm just exploring the city Don't take it personal I'm just ignoring These niggas got a couple rolled up And I'm sipping some seagulls Gone fishing 
Yeah, I'm solo like a seaman. Black people know thyself. I'm trying to get beside me. Yeah, I know a million margin feeling just like me. Like, you know, they say I've been too low. Standing on my own, like the numero uno. But still, I kept it true though. And did it for love, don't need no kudos. They tried to shut me out, man, I was too blow. They knew they couldn't stop me when they see me build that new dough. My family won't in, so I had to build a few more. Why dislocate your ankles, hope? Trying to play me too close. I ain't the one to screw with. Running from your tulips, have you pushing up some tulips? True shit. See, I'm warning you right now, cause I really don't wanna do this. They took my kindness for blindness, the sign of the mindless. Negative ions, but ain't no signs of a minus. I did my homework, completion of mine. Simon's eyes, all type of clients, what products for my environment? Iron shop is Iron Man, all my brothers Iron Man. All this fucking starch in my jeans, don't need no Iron Man. I can't get jiggy with you, mother suckers, try again. Now that's a sad song. Serenade them with the violin. How you drunk from the lion's den to the frying pan? Man, you can't be too seasoned out in these trying lands. Hey, tell me how you gon' survive that governmental suicidal finance. Oh, yeah. let it rain in time, the sun will shine again. Through it all solid, I remain, even on the holidays. Better put respect up on my name, even when I'm walking with a cane. Oh, what a shame. They must think that I'm some type of lame. No, I don't play them type of games. Homie, money ain't a thing. If it was, I'd never change. Cause the rise of a cane. Oh, let it rain in time, the sun will shine again. Through it all. Solid, I remain even on the holidays. Better put respect up on my name. Even when I'm walking with a cane. Oh, what a shame. They must say that I'm from Zabby Lane. Oh, I don't play them Zabby games. Homie, money ain't a thing. That's why I never change. It's the rise of a cane.